Hey, I'm Daniel, a political activist and campaigner turned management consultant turned coach. And this is PolitikWise, the podcast where politics meets personal development. Let's face it, it's easy to criticize those in politics. But being in politics is not an easy ride. And yet for many who make the leap, it's worth it. They can make a real difference. So how can we have both? How can we make a difference while at the same time showing up as the best version of ourselves? It's a question that's been with me for the last 20 years. First, when I started out as an activist leading an NGO, then when I did a PhD in politics, and later when I quit my job in consulting to help build up a political movement and run an election campaign. And today, as I coach young leaders who want to make a difference while staying true to themselves. I know the answers are out there, so join me on this podcast. We'll hear from political leaders, from psychologists, neuroscientists, philosophers about their findings and experiences. And together, we learn about the ideas, mindsets and tools of wise people in politics and beyond. Let's go. My guest today is Karina Beckmann. Karina is a sustainability advocate from Münster in Germany, and she is running to be a candidate for the 2024 European elections for the party Volt. And a few of her key topics are championing a climate-friendly European Union, sustainable farming, and tax fairness. She's been a member of the party board in Germany and has been working as an innovations and quality manager at a cooperative bank in Germany. She pushes for community growth and European collaboration. Since 2019, she's made notable strides with Volt, entering the Red Green Purple Coalition in her hometown and achieving the fifth position on the electoral list of North Rhine-Westphalia. In our conversation, Karina and I talk about her decision to run for office. So Karina, you are going to be running for Volt Europa, at least for being on the list of Volt Europa, the pan-European movement in Germany, in a few weeks' time. And so you want to run for that party for the election. Why? <laughs> what's what's your motivation for doing that? So I'm super excited about this process because we are in the middle of it, of yeah, getting to introducing us to the other people in the party. And I really want to run for Volt because I really believe that a party like us bringing together so many different perspectives is so crucial to really solve the big challenge in the end and create like bold solutions. And for me personally speaking, like I really needed some time to get into politics and I'm not really there yet to call myself a politician, but mm. I think we rather need like social innovators. And uh, luckily, I consider myself as such because, I mean, I think our world is so complex right now and so complicated and so many things happen at the same time. And I really love to listen to people and understand what their problems are and then kind of converge their ideas like in a design thinking process and then create a better solution and take them with me on their journeys. So yeah, I like to be this social innovator on in politics with Walt. And that's why I decided to run for parliament. I love this because what you're doing is you are saying, hey, perhaps the politician label, I can't identify with it at least yet. But uh, what I am is a social innovator. I've been doing this for a while and this is what we need. This is what I'm running as. And 
So it's not too far away from what I've been doing. Can you share a little bit? So you've been in politics in the sense of in a party, you've been active in a party. How has that been for you? What What is something perhaps that you've learned or noticed being in politics in this sense? So I rather get into a vault quite accidentally. I returned from my studies abroad. I studied my master in innovation and technology management in England. And when I returned and worked home in my Volksbank, I kind of missed this intercultural perspective. And then on the streets, I just met people from vaults holding a lot of European flags in their hands and demonstrating for yeah, Europe and against the AFD and Then I was like, oh, cool, I want to talk to these people. And then that was the moment where I kind of started with World. And then there were like local elections and they asked me, oh, what are your stance on local topics? So, and then I just wrote the policies with them. And then it kind of happened that I went further steps into World, like wrote the policies. Then they asked me to be a city lead with another person together. And then we actually made it in the local parliament. And I really fought for it quite intensely in the end because I really liked the people around and the team and we were kind of on this really positive journey and kind of created change locally in Münster and that really encouraged me that in the small things so many huge opportunities and that it's really worth to engage and that was kind of my my start into politics really by accident <laughs> and yeah so this was like Münster and then I was kind of attracted by Walt and went ahead with my journey yeah so it sounds a bit like it's been a process you've been you stumbled into it and then you've been sucked into it yeah kind of yeah i mean in the end i managed to also be part of the board of world germany like our national chapter this just ended a few weeks ago and i i was on the board like for 18 months and i really had a chance to create a lot of processes together with other national chapters to really facilitate this European collaboration and also how community works. And yeah, I really started by chance and I didn't know that at some point I would do this kind of work there and I really loved it. So yeah. 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 So the randomness really sounds familiar also to me and also uh, observing others, but then also there seems to be at least to some, at some level for these big decisions that you ran for the board of a of a national party that you're now running to be on the list for the European elections of a party, there seems to be some conscious decision making here as as well. How 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 does that work for you? How, you know, the broad question I, I guess would be how how do you how do you make a decision like that to say do I want to do this? Do I not want to do this? <laughs> what's what's going on in, in your head? Yeah, so I think it's not really a clear process it's more like a creative mess happening inside but I really always think of kind of what do I want to do with my life and what my values are somehow and I really want to do something for let's say bigger justice and for society and for the people and so for me I always ask myself like where do I have a good way or good path to actually create change and then I also really want to enjoy the journey and the process. So I kind of uh, have a look, what are my possibilities? And does it feel good to be here, to be part of this? Do I like the people around the network, the surroundings? And then I kind of feel into my stomach if it's a good place. And I think when this all comes together at some point, I'm then kind of 
ready to decide? Am I ready to try it out? <laughs> yeah. 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 So a few, a few things there is like thinking about the values, what's the best avenue for you, but then also feeling it a little bit. Uh, is it fun that those, those are a few things that you look at? It definitely has to be fun because our life is too short for a really annoying work or surrounding where you don't feel to be in a good spot or you can't be yourself. So, yeah. 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 And so actually you've named like the core things, right? That if everything comes together like that, every point, everything points into the same direction, uh, yeah. then yeah, that, then it's, then it's go. And environment also plays a role, right? With decision-making, like the people around us. I don't know whether, what kind of job you have, what your career prospects, what your alternatives to politics would be. Anything there went, went into your decision-making decision, decision -making to say, because it, I mean, it is a commitment to say, I want to run now and then it's mm -hmm. until 2024. And then, hey, let's say you are elected, you're in the European Parliament and it's another five years. So it's like, a, it's a commitment. Anything that went into there i don't know thoughts that you had concerns yeah things that you were were wondering about actually two big points one from my family family wise and the other one work wise starting with my family i really grew up on a farm i'm able to drive a tractor i went <laughs> i went to feed the animals and i went on the on the fields and you know i really know how agriculture works and honestly speaking like i really needed a couple of time to be able to speak about agriculture in public because I think for now the situation for actually farmers is super hard in the society but also economic wise and what policy does with them and I was like I'm not sure if I want to speak up and if I want to also kind of risk that in my family and then their surroundings people talk about it again and so this was kind of a It is still an emotional challenge for myself, but then I realized like, okay, maybe that's the point why you should speak up to be bold, be brave <laughs> and talk about it. But I really wanted to talk with my, my family beforehand so that they are actually okay with it. And as they, once they said they support me, I was like, okay, now this is a step. Yeah. And the second point is my work. So as I said to you earlier, I really want to make a difference on my whole journey. I also work in a place where I see kind of chances for our society. I work in a cooperative bank. It's called Volksbank. <laughs> Maybe people say it's quite a traditional way of banking. And let's say more the boomers are the customers than the Gen Z. And that's actually true. <laughs> But I think that the whole model of this cooperative bank by solidarity, regionality, and also sustainability in their core values is quite valuable for our future financial system. And I kind of want to drive change there too. But let's say it's more like an incumbent, like an old ship, like an old lady, and change takes a lot of time. And I kind of found my arrangement with my boss that I can reduce my working hours, change something there in the Volksbank, but then still have enough capacity and time to also yeah invest my ideas and energy into vault so supportive supportive family and then also yeah an employer that that's been supporting supporting the step yes i think otherwise it would also be hard if you don't if i don't get that support because then i mean i guess that the journey itself will be quite energizing but also exhausting and i think if the other parts of your life are not that 
settled, then it's really hard. So I was really eager to, yeah, talk to them in advance and have their support. You described yourself as a, as a social innovator and perhaps thinking about the qualities of what makes a good, let's call him a politician in the sense that, you know, you're going to run as a politician or as a candidate. And then at some point you're going to be the decision maker once you're elected and you're going to you know, make decisions on behalf of others. What do you think is a good quality or a characteristic that you wish to see in more people who are representing us and perhaps are seeing in yourself something that perhaps that you want to develop? What's a good, like a key characteristic of a good representative in a democracy? I think it's definitely empathy. Because if you're not able to really understand where people stand or like behave or feel or actually are located right now in their lives, then it's really hard to take them on the journey of change. And that I kind of think right now as so many people don't really believe into politics anymore or kind of go more on a conservative or right path that they don't really feel hurt anymore and they're kind of lost on their way. And I think of people would have more empathy in decision-making and, and have a better understanding of the situation where people come from then maybe also the solutions would fit better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Obviously, right. Because you have one background, you've got a certain set of experiences as a person, as a representative, but then empathy, empathy is the way that you make sure that you're not just limited to that, that you can listen to others and, find out you know what's really important to very different life worlds very different life experiences yeah totally and then creativity to take the bold decisions afterwards <laughs> yes say more about that creativity to make the bold decisions <laughs> so sorry what was the question <laughs> yes say more about that like say more creativity. About that. yeah i mean once you kind of understand or you think you understand the situation You know, there is this whole policy process. You write your whole policies, you kind of have the solutions, and then you go to the people and listen to the problem and immediately give them the answer. And this is kind of stuck into my head because I think at some point you should tell people the direction where you want to change things. But but then most of the solutions, they can just pop up in the moment where you really understand the problem, the challenge, and then you create like a suitable solution. And therefore you need a lot of, creativity to kind of join join the dots so really understand what are what are the technology which could help us where are the people where's the society what's the ecological aspect so how can i put all these things together kind of more like in a creativity matrix and then look for the right policy and also engage with the policy makers in the room and with their different perspectives because they also resemble someone else so i think it's really important then to be able to you know take a step back from your own solution in your head and then get together with the others in the room and then create the new solution together and then maybe also be so bold and decide to push something which you didn't want to push beforehand, but then it's actually the better solution for, for the situation, the, the society, so that it's really a pragmatic solution which actually solves the problem. Yeah, okay, yeah, I understand creativity in that sense to not be i don't know not to go for the first best policy out there that's on the table but to go a little bit further and see yeah bring bring people together bring different perspectives together create something new perhaps definitely <laughs> yeah yeah 
Mm. What is something that you've seen? Because let, assuming that your experience so far involves uh, has taught you something about perhaps the life or, as a candidate is going to be also a different kind of experiences. But what do you think have you learned so far about politics, about your time involved that you think will, will come in handy when you go into the campaign? Is there anything there? So definitely. I think what's really useful for us as well is to use our power of all the European perspectives. And once I was on the board, I really tried to collaborate a lot with the other national chapters and their ideas. And that's why I really want to create like fast and quick processes to en enable this easy collaboration. Like I can just chat to someone and she or he will answer within minutes and then we can do something out of this together. And I think there's power of pan-European pan creativity or thinking is, is a really good weapon for our European campaign. And I think that's why it's so important to not only network within your city team or your or your regional district, but really know and reach out to other other European people and then um, get their perspective in it too. Because I kind of do this, for example, for farming and agriculture too and understand, I mean, there are the statistics, but then I can also talk to people who know about it more in their countries and then you really understand that the problem is still quite different, though we have the same European directive. And so I think going out and asking these other people for their perspective and not only assuming it's their one because it's on the policy platform, that's quite important. And more on a personal note, I would also say that I kind of learned to be more, how to say, in the beginning, I wanted to prepare a lot and be really ready and, you know, I don't know, thought, put a lot of energy in different events and things. And then I realized if I do that, then I can't get around the day. So I kind of learned a bit more to trust myself and that I can be spontaneous and still be good enough and deliver good results. So maybe it's more the process of believing in yourself and in your, in your skills and then also engaging spontaneously with a lot of people yeah 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 and and looking ahead what what do you think is a, is a learning that you think from your current perspective might be ahead for you as a as a candidate and just to give you a context i'm still remembering a session the conversation i had with Rainier, who's the president mm -hmm. of Volta europa mm -hmm. president and he said that for him a politics is a is really is a massive a growth journey, personal mm -hmm. growth journey, and and you already mentioned two learnings. Looking looking back, anything looking forward where you have a guess of ah, there's something that I'm going to learn. <laughs> so so first of all, once people say tell me oh this is this is the the text and then put it on video, I'm really bad in learning by heart and then giving it, so I'm better in free speech. But maybe mm -hmm. in one day. <laughs> I'm better in this, but I mean, that's not a huge thing. I think on a on a personal note, I would love to grow more to be in conflicts because that what I also realized in the board that, I mean, I love to create something new with people. I love to enable them and I love to engage, but what really takes a lot of energy for me is like a conflict on a personal level. And 
I think as we are still all people in our organization and we have so many different perspectives, it's quite natural that there are conflicts. And I really want to grow more in these and don't take it so personal and then kind of move on quicker to get to, to the solution. And yeah, I don't want to take my, all my energy in these conflicts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Perhaps this one question, um, if you could put up a billboard in front of every government, every parliament seat in the world, imagine Brussels, Beijing, Washington, so that everybody who went to work, who was governing or is in parliament, would see it every day. What would you put on the billboard? So actually two things. It's listen to the future generation and it's also take bold and long-term decisions. <laughs> so yeah, those two things. Yeah. Any last thoughts on If you imagine someone who's perhaps in a similar situation like you, who wants to run, who's considering stepping into the political arena <laughs> in a in a different party, perhaps even anything that you think you would, would share with them that could help them. So maybe I, I think it's it's like a roller coaster, right? <laughs> so and in this roller coaster, there are a lot of up and downs, a lot of energy coming to your body and a lot of, you know, sometimes I feel so hyped that I feel like I really have to get down again. And so to really deal with all those excitement and emotions, I started to meditate, have like a routine. So for myself, every morning, 10 minutes at least, or maybe even more, I just sit down for myself and kind of try to have a calm start in the day and then enjoy my coffee or black tea afterwards and and then i'm ready to to engage with the world but the the bigger message is like how do you deal with all these emotions and excitement like what is your ritual that you still keep being yourself in this in this journey yeah and actually i wanted to ask you about that the one habit that serves you like no other seems <laughs> like yeah you've got a, a morning ritual there for you yeah That's it for me. And sometimes I also use it in the evening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Too many emotions, too many thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> And then that helps. Okay. Definitely. Karina, yeah. thank you for very much for taking this time, time out to have this conversation with me. Thank you, Daniel. It was a pleasure. Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening. I hope you liked the episode. Please share it with someone who might find it valuable as well. And if you have a topic you'd like me to cover or a guest I should talk to, let me know. You can find out more on my website. Head over to politicwise.org. Until the next time.